Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the In Conversation with eClinical Medicine podcast. I'm Hannah Lynn, Senior Editor at eClinical Medicine. Each month we'll be interviewing one or more authors of a paper published in our journal, giving them an opportunity to provide a deeper discussion of their research. We're here today with Professor Van Gaduva and Dr. Van Coylen to talk about antibody responses to COVID-19 vaccines in human breast milk and how their recent work helps us to better understand this topic. Dr. Van Coylen recently completed her PhD in pediatric endocrinology and is currently working as a postdoctoral researcher under the supervision of Professor Van Gaduva at the University of Amsterdam. Her research focuses on breastfeeding and neonatal health and she is working towards becoming a paediatrician. Professor Van Gaduva received his medical and paediatric training at the Erasmus University Rotterdam and performed research for his PhD on nitrogen metabolism in preterm infants. He is a trained neonatologist, founder of the Dutch National Donor Milk Bank and has served in many international councils, including the European Society of Paediatric Research and the International Paediatric Research Foundation. Professor Van Gaduva has authored over 350 peer-reviewed articles, predominantly in the field of neonatal nutrition and metabolism, and he is currently Dean of the Faculty of Medicine at the University of Amsterdam. Thank you for joining us, Professor Van Gaduva and Dr. Van Coylen, and welcome to the podcast. So your paper published in eClinical Medicine focuses on comparing breast milk antibody responses after vaccination with four different COVID-19 vaccines. To begin with, could you describe the importance of human breast milk in developing an infant's immunity and the importance of human milk antibodies after vaccination? Thank you for inviting us today. Um, when an infant is born, their own immune system is still immature, so it's still developing. And therefore, the infant relies on the passive immunity derived from its mother. That is both through the placenta as via human milk. Human milk plays an important role in the protection against uh, infectious diseases, and we know that infectious diseases are indeed lower in breastfed infants when you compare it to formula-fed infants. That's because of a lot of important factors in human milk, um, and for example, the human milk antibodies. Um, those antibodies provide a protective layer in the mucosa of the mouth and the throat of the infant, and thereby protect the infant against invading viruses. So then your second question on the importance of the human milk antibodies after vaccination. Um, we earlier demonstrated that antibodies against the coronavirus are present after a maternal infection uh, with the virus. And we have also demonstrated that these antibodies have neutralizing capacity, so they are able to neutralize the virus. So therefore, it's very likely that these antibodies give some kind of protection to the breastfed infant. And therefore, we wanted to know if they were also present after maternal vaccination with one of the COVID-19 vaccines. So could you tell us more about the, the key findings of your study and their importance in the context of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic? Well, thank you very much, uh, uh, Ms. Linne. I, I'm, I'm pleased to tell something about the manuscript that we have submitted to your journal. Um, what we are looking for was the effect of the different vaccines that are available uh, on human milk antibody response. As you all know, uh, there are basically two different types of vaccines. One, on the one hand, you have the mRNA vaccines so from uh, Pfizer and Moderna, 
And on the other hand, we have uh, vector-based uh, vaccines that are available here in the um, Western part of the world. And those are AstraZeneca and Janssen. And we compared uh, vaccination, um, those different types of vaccinations on the antibody response in human milk. And what we observed in our study uh, that included lots of women that donated uh, the milk is that the antibody response in those women that received the mRNA vaccines is much higher than those uh, that received the factor-based uh, vaccines. So in other words, uh, mRNA vaccines do protect the newborns when they receive uh, uh, breastfeeding better than um, um, the infants that get milk from mothers who were vaccinated with factor-based vaccines. Yeah, thank you for summarizing the results of your study. So one particularly interesting finding um, was that women who received a vector-based vaccine did not show immunoglobulin A seroconversion in their breast milk during the entire study period. Why do you think this was, i.e. has this been observed with other vector-based vaccines? And what do you think the consequences of this might be to infant immunity against COVID-19? Yeah, indeed, we saw that all mothers, I think one or two mothers did not show uh, zero conversion, but almost all mothers did show zero conversion after um, vaccination with an mRNA-based vaccine, while only uh, half of the mothers um, showed zero conversion after vaccination with the vector-based vaccines. And we already know from other literature that the efficacy of vector-based vaccines is lower compared to the mRNA-based vaccines. Um, and the uh, Efficacy correlates with the amount of antibodies in serum and also a bit with the antibodies in human milk. Um, so we already expected a little difference between the human milk antibodies um, between the study groups. Um, and based on our results, yeah, it could be suggested that the, the breastfed infants of those mothers who are vaccinated with the vector-based uh, vaccine are less protected as they did receive uh, a lower amount of antibodies. Do you think that timing of vaccination might affect the human milk antibody response? So, for example, if a woman received their vaccine before or during pregnancy? Well, that's an excellent question as well. Um, there, there is, of course, some hesitance of pregnant women to get vaccines. So that, uh, that, that depends uh, on their trust uh, in, in governments and in scientific bodies, etc., and, and many pregnant women are, uh, are afraid that a vaccination might affect uh, uh, their newborns. But what we've observed uh, in, in, in the literature, basically, because we're doing the study right now as well, but uh, from uh, other data, from other studies, we have observed that one, um, that if you are vaccinated during your pregnancy, even up to two weeks prior to delivery, there's no uh, mRNA in the placenta uh, present anymore. And that yes, um, the milk from mothers who are uh, receiving vaccination during pregnancy also contains antibodies. What we have observed in the uh, lactating women is that it takes on average about two weeks after the first uh, vaccination that you see an antibody increase when you use those uh, mRNA uh, vaccines. 
So uh, timing is indeed important. Uh, we don't know yet if, for instance, you're vaccinated during your second trimester or even your first trimester, what the effects are on uh, antibody response in human milk after those months. But what we do know from other uh, studies in our, from our own group is that antibody response in milk uh, in uh, mothers who are lactating remains uh, in the milk for almost a year. So there is a long lasting response of antibody presence after vaccinations. That's really interesting. So in your opinion, what do you think we still need to learn about COVID-19 vaccination in mothers and infants? Um, yeah, I think that what Hans also mentioned is that a lot of mothers are still in doubt whether to take the vaccine or not, and especially the mRNA-based vaccines, as this uh, technology is, of course, relatively new. Um, but what we have learned so far from our study and also from other studies is that COVID-19 vaccination is safe during lactation, and our um, results add that it might protect the infant uh, from COVID-19. So my personal recommendation would be to get vaccinated during this period. And we are uh, currently also investigating what the booster, uh, what the effect of the booster vaccination is uh, in a specific group. So um, if you are first vaccinated with an mRNA-based vaccine or first with a vector-based vaccine, and then, uh, yeah, we want to see what, uh, what the effect of the booster vaccination is uh, as well. But yeah, I think it's uh, it's safe to uh, to get vaccinated during this uh, period, and it could also protect the infant. So I would recommend uh, to do so. I couldn't uh, agree more. Uh, the WHO um, thinks that vaccine hesitance is one of the top ten threats to global health, um, and it's depending, like I just said, on the feelings of trust in governments and official bodies. Uh, what we do know is that pregnant women are at higher risk of getting into the hospital when they are uh, um, uh, having COVID-19. Um, I do th think that uh, vaccination protects both, and we actually know, protects both the mother and the child. So that is uh, really my recommendation is to get these vaccinations also for pregnant women, like many official uh, bodies uh, now recommend. Okay, well, thank you, Professor Van Goduva and Dr. Van Cornen for your time and for sharing your knowledge and expertise on this important topic. Thank you for listening to this episode of In Conversation With. Remember, you can subscribe to In Conversation With eClinical Medicine wherever you usually get your podcasts.